Good morning and welcome to our brand new look podcast, The Social Gold. I am your host, Layla Steed, intuitive women's business mentor, clarity coach, and the kind of woman that loves to get behind women, inspiring them to step into their greatness and give them the tools that they need to create radical fucking changes in their life. If you are looking for that inspiration injection from like-minded women to propel you forward to that next level within yourself, then stay tuned. Hello, beautiful women, and welcome to episode 11 of the Social Goal Podcast. Now, today I'm going to be talking about a topic that it's a little bit icky. It's a little bit sticky. It's a topic that so many people don't like talking about. They don't want to go there. They don't want to acknowledge it unless it's actually happening to them. They they really don't want to touch it. It's kind of like a bit of an untouchable. It's a bit of a, it's the underbelly of social media, of the internet, of the World Wide Web. Um, and it's something that many people deal with. Not many want to acknowledge and breathe life into it. And it's kind of just sits there is this cesspit of grossness that people don't want to touch base on because they feel like if they're not going through it and they throw out a line of support to you or they show support that you're going through that, that if they are in that space, that the te- the attention of the trolls and the bullying will then come towards them. So I thought it was time that I talked about how the hate online continues to promote my own self-growth what I've learned from it, what are the takeaways and what I've come to learn about the people that do troll me. Now, I stumbled upon a very great, great quote today. And that quote was, people that are hustling will never understand the haters because we don't speak the same language. And that is so true. People that are hustling don't understand the haters because we do not speak the same language. And that is something that I have come to be really familiar with in this quest. Now, I want to take you guys back to the very start of this game because I've been in the in the blogging industry and in, in this kind of social sharing your life online, social media kind of arena since 2015. And it hasn't come without its fair share of hate. And that is something that at first I didn't understand. I mean, you know, even in primary school, when you dealt with your first schoolyard bully, your mother would say, or your care guardian would say to you, you know, not everyone's going to like you and you need to be okay with that. And as an adult, when that hate continues, it's a learning. It's a learning that comes from being like, okay, I thought I dealt with my schoolyard bullies and now here they are again on social media. And someone asked me the other day, why do the trolls pick certain women? Why do the trolls pick certain people online? And you will notice that the people that trolls pick to hate on, usually when it's a female, it's because that female has queen energy. Now you're probably like, what the hell? What's queen energy? Queen energy is, this is coming straight from Google. It's full of power. It's a woman that is full of power, full of confidence and femininity. Queens are humble leaders. They're clear communicators and they're advocates for self-love and self-resilience. Now you can tap into queen energy. And when you are, you know, following someone or working with someone, or you are seeing a woman that is standing powerfully in her queen energy, many women are like, I want what she's got. I want what she has. And that in turn creates an influencer because people start following. 
Then you get people that are like, I don't like that she's got that. I don't have that. I don't know how to embody that. And I'm not okay with that she's showing up in that way. I'm not okay with the fact that she's standing proudly, she's full of power, she's confident, and she's embodying this femininity. I don't even know what fucking femininity is. You get those kinds of women. So when you see it in the masculine, it's usually the alpha male that they attack, right? Right. So when you see men getting hate in online space, it's usually an alpha male type energy. It's that man that knows his worth. It's that man that stands in his power, in his masculinity. And it's that man that knows what he brings to the table. They usually stand very, very strong within their beliefs and what they put out. And they speak really strongly about the topics that they're passionate about. You can usually see an alpha male because they'll take charge and they will impose their strength and their masculinity on others. They'll be talking about it. So you'll get the men that want to be the alpha male and the men that are like, I want what he's got, show me how. That in turn creates followers and that in turn creates the the influencer. It makes the influencer. As much as I hate that word influencer, that's just what I'm going to use here because, you know, that's that's what people understand. Uh, it's a term that many people understand, obviously. It's a quite broad term. So now... An alpha male will intimidate men that don't know how to stand in that masculinity, that don't know what an alpha male is, that aren't understanding that they are being triggered by the magnificence of this alpha male, right? So that is that is essentially what happens within the trolling space. It's, you know, alpha male, alpha female type of energy, uh, sorry, queen energy, alpha male type energy, and then people that love that, that are like, I want to be around that. I feel that too. You'll see that a lot of queen energy type women that look out after their own lives, that step into their own power, they will then in turn have friends and close contacts that do the same. That's how you can kind of see the queen energy type woman because she will surround herself by women with women that have the same energy. And they're not always these wealthy powerhouse kind of women. Sometimes they're just women that embody knowing who the fuck they are and what they want. They don't do it with that whole monetary type vision. And quite often that's that's how you can see a queen energy type person show up. Now, I'm glad that I've kind of touched base on that first and foremost because it is it is going to give you a deeper understanding of kind of why because I thought that was a really interesting question when it came through the other day, the whole why trolls pick on certain people. That's generally why. And you'll see that the social media accounts that are fluffy, that are cute, that have, you know, they're there to just bring about, you know, beautiful images. They don't really share too much of their personal life. They're there for the gains. (laughs) And when I mean gains, I mean, they're there for their financial gain. They're sharing their life because it's beautiful and fluffy. And I love to follow those accounts myself. I'm not, I'm not putting any shade on them. They're accounts that I actually love to follow because, they're beautiful. They're aesthetically pleasing, but they don't, they kind of sit on the fence. They're in a bit of a gray area. And then there's obviously people that don't really share anything at all. So they're kind of like your different types of people that you will see uh, when you're on social media, you'll see the person that is fluffy. They've got a pretty account. They don't really share too much personal information. Um, And usually if they do, it's the, the highlight reel. 
And it's usually those people that they steer clear of hate because, well, they're not sharing anything that kind of rubs people the wrong way. Then you get people like me that I've definitely given my whole self to the space. What you see is what you get. I show up as I am. There's no floofiness. Um, Yes, I share pretty images as well, like everyone else does. But obviously that is a content purpose is that you share beautiful images. But I also talk about the topics that people shy away from. Like over the years, I've spoken about abortion. I've spoken about, you know, obviously my my whole views with this whole COVID nonsense. Um, I've spoken about things that have really kind of rubbed people the wrong way. And it's not that I've done it to stand out and be different and so that it rubs people the wrong way. It's because that's my opinion. I'm a passionate person. And I stand behind what I say and that's just who I am. And that's how I step forth, especially in an online space. When you have a following and you have that, I feel like it is necessary. I feel that calling to stand up and share, especially when it comes to huge topics like what is unfolding within fucking humanity at the moment. Like that's a huge topic that I feel called to speak on. And that is my calling, but I feel like not everyone has that call. And some people like, Oh shit, that's an untouchable. I don't really want to speak on that. So that's kind of why answering that person's question and kind of sharing it so that hopefully people are understanding that is where it comes from. So it's the queen energy, it's the alpha energy, and it's also people that they don't shy away from those hard topics. Therefore, they are going to rub people that have opposing views the wrong way. In turn, they those people might become trolls. That's just kind of how it works. Now, over the years of dealing with it, it's been around five years, I started this arena in 2015. And look, I I have loved showing up. There has been more beauty than there has been the ugly side of it. The women that I've connected with, I've formed lifelong friendships since being in this space. I've been blessed enough to create the kind of space that has really harbored healing. I've been really lucky enough to create a beautiful space that I've had women write to me over the years and literally tell me like I was going to kill myself after my partner left me pregnant, but because you'd walked that path before and I could see the hope in motion that was you and the actual example that I was going to be okay, it wasn't just someone in a self-help book or someone that their therapist told them about that had come out the other end. They actually saw it in motion and in me sharing, which hasn't always been easy to do so, they it saved their life. And I have, feel so humbled that I have had that impact on people. And it is definitely the why of this space. That is why this whole space came about was to connect and create that resonance. But since being in that space and having what I never really understood was queen energy. That's a new thing to me. Um, I was lucky enough to be, uh, meet a beautiful lady called Crystal Bailey and we, and we discussed, you might know her. She's an interior designer. Um, she's amazing. And we had a really great conversation. We were sitting on the beach at Byron and we were discussing the, the queen energy and what that means and how it does trigger women that aren't able to step into their power in that kind of a way. Um, Now, bringing up this topic for me, I don't like to address it. Just like everyone else, that's what these people love. But if you have been following my journey for a while, you'll know that they came after me very viciously to the point where I decided not to be, I guess, a quote unquote influencer anymore. I decided not to be earning money and not do paid gigs and not do advertisements because every time that I worked with a company, 
these people would go and email this person and absolutely hound them, tell them that I was a piece of shit, tell them that I wasn't worthy of showing up, that they shouldn't be investing in me, that we shouldn't be working together and basically tried to derail all of the people that I have ever worked with. So I decided, okay, they're obviously really triggered by the fact that I'm earning money, but my community is really important to me. So what I'm going to do is fuck the money off, get rid of it, get rid of any of my paid gigs, because what really matters to me is connecting and communicating with the women that are really in a spot and in need of help. It's the connection that is important to me, not the money. So I look, I threw it all away right at the peak of my, I guess, career financially from blogging and from this space, I decided to throw in the towel. Um, It was a really tough decision being a single parent. It was something that I knew was going to heavily impact me financially, being that that was the the income that I was relying on to really uh, support our lives. So I decided to go into photography and get rid of um, earning money in that kind of capacity from anything to do with social media and go cold turkey. Smart business move? Definitely not. Uh, It was really hard financially after that, but I felt it was necessary. I felt like they would leave me alone after that and that I would be able to kind of just do my thing, show up when I needed to for the women of of my community and that I wouldn't be harassed. I was so fucking wrong. (laughs) Then it became that they were triggered that I was showing up at all, that I still had the guards to show up despite the fact that they had had a huge win as far as you know, getting me to drop some major brand ambassador work. Like I was working with Audi, I was working with Rado. They'd had quite a win in that aspect of getting me to step down and really throw in the towel at a time, which was my peak. And look, I I definitely don't regret that decision, but I do regret the thought process that got me there because No one should ever make you feel like you need to throw in the towel and step away from something that is good. And no one should ever have that power over you. And I saw it not as I was giving in. I saw it as a, you know what, I just don't want the negativity anymore. Being an energy person and someone that heavily invests time in learning about different energies and things like that, Knowing that these people were out there speaking such negativity about me really affected me because obviously the energetics and thought creates after its kind and the fact that there was even this nasty words out there about me floating around in the hemisphere, I just couldn't deal with it. I just really struggle with the whole energetics of it. So I really thought that I was making the right move, but instead was it the good move thought for the thought process side of things? Absolutely not. So more recently, I then continued on. I continued on for quite a few years, just not earning money from the space and only using it to connect with women. And it still wasn't good enough for them. They still came after me, of course, because that's their mentality. Once I get an obsession, it doesn't stop. So They then were trolling other people, trolling my family, anyone that I dated, they would troll them, they would troll their families um, and say the most disgusting, insidious things, which I won't even repeat here because energetics. Um, But look, really awful things. 
So more recently, I am still getting trolled. I just decided, you know what? I'm just going to make it a business only page. I'm so done with this. I'm done with them having access to my energetics at all, knowing my movements, knowing what I'm up to, knowing what I'm doing, knowing my parenting with my daughter, knowing any information that they can use. Uh, So I decided to make it a business only page. Another huge mistake because they then began trolling my family and my family didn't sign up for this. I signed up for it. I'm strong enough to deal with the trolling as far as I'm not going to take my life over it. People do. People do. That's the thing. That's why I'm here discussing it today is it is a huge issue and people do take their lives and it's not okay. It's not okay that these people get to get away with it and troll people to the point where they're giving up money. They're literally stepping away from communities that support them as much as they support the community. That is not okay. So I decided to step away. They then trolled my family. They trolled me through Pinterest. They trolled me through my Facebook. And I just realized over the weekend, just gone, you're listening to this probably on a Monday, that it doesn't matter how far I step away from this arena, that no matter what, for the rest of my life, I've put myself out there in a public way. I live streamed my birth. (laughs) I have done absolutely insane things in the name of connection with other people. And they are going to use whatever they can get their hands on. So I might as well fucking show up at my full capacity. I've doled myself down and literally diluted myself down to the point of it being a business only page just so that I can escape this disgusting trolling and stop having it out there in the universe and so that I can move through and move forward. And still here I am having to discuss it with you. And I can't tell you how that feels. Being trolled is a very private thing. It's something that unless someone else has been through it to the level that you have been through it, you can't, they can't possibly get it. They can't possibly understand what it's like to have people pick apart your life, to take apart your life, things that you have shared in the name of resonance and connection with other like-minded women that has fallen into the hands of those that they don't know how to stand in their power. They don't know how to step into themselves. And it comes back to the disassociative anonymity, right? And anonymity, <laughs> I think I said that wrong. And that is basically what they what they troll for. And it's to hide their identity online. And it gives them a sense that they can still troll you without any responsibility. And then they've got dissociative imagination. I have gone and spoken to psychologists about this, about trolling um, in the online space. Thankfully, one followed me. I was able to have a really great discussion with her. And it's about the minimization of authority. So they control you without any ramifications because they're doing it most of the time from an anonymous account. They control you without any ramifications and get away with it. And they've gotten their sense of community for the day, right? Because these people, a lot of them, after doing my own research and speaking to people, they fall into a few different categories. And I'm going to go through them now. I know that I'm not the only one that that deals with this because my previous episode of how I lose how I use the online hate to fuel my fire has over 250,000 downloads. So I know that there are people out there that really 
struggle with this, whether they're in high school, whether they're a grown adult like me that's in the online space, or whether they're just resonating because they're getting bullied at school, um, whatever it might be, I know that I'm not the only one. So I've decided to have a look through. Now there's the Machiavellianism personality type. Okay. Now, if you're a troll, go and Google it, honey, because I can guarantee you that you're falling into one of these and you should probably get some assistance. Now, they're cold, detached, manipulative of others. Then there's the classic narc, which is very amusing. If you've seen any of the trolling about me, you'll find that quite funny. Um, and then there's this psychopathy, which is antisocial, anti-social personality disorder. Okay. And then there's sadism, which obviously, I think the one that I have been dealing with here is the psychopathy. Um, And the people that seem to comment the most after speaking to psychologists and people in that field, the ones that comment the most and become the most obsessive over you, they are the people that actually have the most severe mental illness, basically. Because I, some of these people that have come after me, um, have just been, it's been intense. It's been totally unwarranted. It has been something that you couldn't do to the level that they do without having some degree of a serious mental illness and the obsession that they have. You could not do it without this. And obviously I've had people reach out more recently because they, have become really obsessed about my lifestyle, where I live, where my daughter goes to school and my safety has been jeopardized and put at risk. Um, But I feel like the psychopathy has been definitely the most common type of person that I have dealt with. Um, It's basically antisocial deviance, which obviously you would understand if you have ever been trolled they're very antisocial people. They don't really have any friends. The only way that they connect is through other people with the same type of hatred online. It's a really sad way of existing. I prefer to live in the light, have real friendships and connect with real friends. And when we talk, we talk about each other's wins, each other's businesses. I don't have time to discuss other women and I couldn't really care what they're getting up to unless they're doing something that I'm like, hey, that's really cool. Like props to you for coming that far in life and being able to overcome that. I don't really care. Small minds discuss people. Seriously, I don't have time for it. So psychopathy is a neuropsychiatric disorder marked by deficient emotional responses, lack of empathy and poor behavioral controls, um, which results in persistent antisocial um, deviance, which obviously is what is going on. A huge part of the people that have trolled me have literally made it their life's mission to stalk and harass. And it's really sad. So now that we know the different types of people that we are dealing with, and I know that they're tuning in and I really hope from the bottom of my heart that you can listen to what I'm saying here since you seem to take everything so literally and try and twist it. Actually take what I'm saying here and go and get some help because I have never seen anything like the level of obsession that I've seen here. And I've spoken to many other people in the blogging industry and Instagram and, you know, online and even people that are news readers that have copped this insane level of hate recently. And 
they haven't seen anything like this level of obsession. And I don't know these people. I know one of them and there's legal ramifications going on with that at the moment. So I'm not going to touch base on that. But apart from that, I feel like it has been so many years of me dealing with this. And some of the things that they have done have really impacted me outside of Instagram. They've impacted me in the real world at a level that has been so shocking that I can't say because of safety reasons with other bloggers, if they know that that, what they have done in that aspect works and they do it to other people, there's a real danger there. There's services that they use to do that to me and they hogged up vital services that we use for other people. So look, I just think that when dealing with these types of things, you have to look at what is the takeaway. So if you are someone that has been bullied and trolled, or you have dealt with, even if it is just bullying in the workplace, which I know can still be really harmful and really hurtful, you have to look at what you can take away. What is the lesson here? And I know within myself that my own self-growth through this experience of being literally bullied and trolled every single day. The second that I post something a few minutes later, it's being torn apart and discussed on their, on their website, which is fine. If those people feel the need to do that on their own website about me, I don't care. It's sad to me that that is their only level of human interaction for the day that they go there literally minutes after people post, tear it apart, say disgusting things. But I don't care if they do it on there. That's fine. You do you. Say whatever you want. I really couldn't care less. But coming into my personal space and trying to do it on my actual social media accounts, like I draw the fucking line. I'm like, look, that's enough. That's enough. So I have literally diluted myself down to the point, and I didn't recently, I didn't understand that until recently, even this morning, I was sitting at the beach, I was doing my divine mission statement, which we're going to do a live divine mission statement training on Wednesday, 7.30 PM, Australian Eastern Standard Time. If you would like to join in, please do send me a DM over on Instagram, The link is in my bio, my little uh, podcast bio. So you can join us if that is something that you are resonating with. Um, It's a very, very powerful tool with being able to map out your life, with being able to really step into your power. And it's something that I do daily as a daily ritual. And I absolutely love it. And I truly believe if I didn't have that as a option, if I didn't have that as a tool to call upon during these times when I have people that, you know, come after me every single day. So really disgusting things every day. Like when my mom had cancer through her whole cancer journey, they trolled me literally daily trying to get me to crack under the pressure. And and let's be honest, trying to get me to take my life. That was a really difficult time for me. And obviously a, a family member's cancer journey is extremely difficult. I wouldn't wish it upon anyone. And to be in that situation and also be dealing with daily incessantly trolled, it it is something that brought about incredible change and growth for me. And I'm someone that looks for the silver lining. I'm someone that always thinks, okay, this is, this is shitty, but what can I learn here? 
I try and sit in the shittiness sometimes so I can look for the lesson. And that is what I've been doing in this space. And it wasn't until this morning when I was sitting on the beach that I realized that I have diluted myself down to the point of not even being on an online space for the women that need me, for the point of not even showing up because the negative people have literally pushed me out of my own Instagram account. They have literally forced me and kept pushing me to the point where, no, I haven't felt suicidal. I have only ever felt like that once in my life and it wasn't a nice time for me, but I felt like I was losing myself amongst trying to save my own sanity, amongst trying to keep myself safe and my daughter safe and keep some anonymity, (laughs) such a tongue twister, between trying to keep some some of the anonymous part of our life. And I had diluted myself down to the point where I didn't really recognize who I was, how I was going to show up in the world, how I was going to move forward. And I'd let these people get to me to the point where I'd lost me amongst trying to keep some, some of myself private and some of myself safe. And no one should ever feel like that. I thought that I was stepping back to get rid of the bad energy from the space and that I was really taking control of my own life and that I was taking control again of what people had access to. But I didn't realize that I was doing it at the cost of losing my whole self. Um, And not that I, yes, being online doesn't mean anything and la-di-da-di-da all of that stuff. Being online doesn't mean anything as far as it's not who I am, but sharing who I am and helping other women is. Helping other women realize their own magnificence when they've been beaten down by life or an ex-partner or they've become a single mum and they just don't know how to fall into being a single mum. That is a huge part of who I am. And I decided to step away from that because of a few nasty bitches that haven't done their own fucking healing, that don't know how to regulate their own emotions. And that if they directed the level of hatred towards themselves at themselves, which is where they want to direct it rather than at me, that they probably would end up taking their own life. So instead of wearing it themselves and sitting in the emotion themselves, it's easier for them to, to direct, deflect. I know one of them, she's a single mum herself. She comes after me regularly all the time. And I actually tried to help her. And I know that she's probably going to listen to this. And I tried to fucking help you. I tried to reach out and I tried to help you and help you overcome really difficult times with your daughter's father. And now you are one of my biggest trolls that comes after me regularly. And it's because you are unhealed. It's because you don't know how to get out of your own way and that there is something going on with you mentally that you don't know how to move through it. So instead you deflect and you redirect that towards other women. And you really need to take a long, hard look at yourself, how you show up for yourself, not only online in the online space, but how you are showing up raising a daughter how you were showing up as a woman that should be in her feminine, raising another woman, you really need to do a bit of a stock take of where you're at. Because honestly, I've had enough of these people 
and I am done playing nice. I am done sitting here and going through it in a solo way and diluting myself down to the point where I'm like, hang on, how is I showing up again? Where am I? If you look at my Instagram account now, it's kind of like, what the hell's going on here? Because I have diluted myself down to the point where there is no me. Because these people take little parts about my life and twist it and turn it for their own self-gratification because they aren't healed. And it's something that I have dealt with for so long and I've had to take a really long, hard look at, okay, this is crappy. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't know how to move through it, but what can I learn? And there is so much growth that comes from this because you have to get to a certain deepness within your soul. When there are people saying regular disgusting things about your personality, your personality traits, you have to really dig deep within yourself to be like, okay, what what can I do to A, protect myself? And you have to know who you are at the very core of yourself. Because when you have people challenging the core of who you are regularly, the weaker people would be like, hang on a minute, maybe I am a piece of shit. Hang on a minute, maybe I am this awful person that they're talking about. Maybe I am this, maybe I am that. So the weaker people, unfortunately, fall victim to this. And what I want to talk about here today is don't let yourself be one of those people. Don't give them the satisfaction, especially I know that last time when I shared about this, which was a long time ago, but a a long time ago when I shared this, so many high school teachers said that they were giving out the link to the podcast to people that are in years 10 to 12 to get them through because many of them were being bullied in an online space. So if, especially if you're in high school, I understand the enormity of what it would be like that you cannot just at the school bell, get up and leave that classroom and leave those fucking bullies behind like I did, you know, back in a long, well, I won't say a long time ago. You can't just get up from your desk and leave it because the bullying is in your phone, because the trolling is in your phone. It's on your laptop. It's with you all the time. When you're trying to sleep, you get one ping on your phone, you roll over and the hate is there staring at you. I know the enormity of what you guys are dealing with because I deal with it too. I know. And it's been something that I just want people to be able to take the positives away from this situation. You need to understand that the people that are coming after you, whether any capacity, whether it's a schoolyard bully, whether it's a workplace bully, these people have an unhealed part of their soul that you are triggering. Therefore, they are coming after you. It could be the fact that maybe they look at you and they think, oh, geez, she's doing that a lot better than me. So I'm going to attack her for that. Or she's showing up better as a mum than me. So I'm going to attack her parenting. Or she has the capacity to show up better as a mum because she's worked her ass off to get where she is. And I'm still working a dead end job in a tea store. Whatever it might be that these bullies are looking at and they're going, hmm, I wish I was like that. That is something deeply and inherently unhealed within them. And I never want anyone to feel the wrath of what I felt in the early days of being in this situation. 
And even now, I don't want anyone to dilute themselves down to the point where you don't recognize who you are. And yes, it might be that you don't recognize who you are in in an online space, but even that, the fact that someone else had power over that, what the fuck? No, you need to come back to center. And I'm speaking to you guys, but I'm also speaking to myself. I'm speaking to myself. You need to come back to center. You need to work out who the fuck you are again and how you fucking show up. Because one of the main things that people really struggle with when they're being trolled or when they're being bullied is that they are like, why though? What's wrong with me? And that is a regular question that many of you have sent in via the anchor app with the with the VMs. Many children, especially not children, but young adults in high school that have sent in have said, I just don't understand why they hate me. Why me? And some of the messages I got really, really broke my heart, obviously, because it had so many downloads, hundreds of thousands of downloads all over the world. I got a lot of messages. Some of you, I couldn't understand. I feel awful that I couldn't get back to you, but I just want you to understand where this hate comes from. It is because they are unhealed and you can try and understand it, But just like I said before, the hustlers will never understand the haters because we do not speak the same language. Just like the yin and the yang of the whole entire world, there's the light and then there's the dark. You should always strive to be in the light and there is going to be darkness that is going to try and pull you down and bring you back to a shitty place that you don't want to be at. Maybe it's just diluting yourself down to where you don't even recognize who you are and how you show up anymore because you've tried to dilute yourself too much. That's happened to me. It's happened to me for the last few years. Or whether you are just not showing up to school, if you're someone that has reached in before about about not showing up to school or whether you're like, I just don't want to go to work today. I don't want to deal with that person or that boss, whatever it might be. Just know in your fucking heart, do not give them the satisfaction of taking your life. Do not give them the satisfaction because everyone else's life will go on as normal. And I know that there are people that have written to me about thinking about suicide since they've been trolled and bullied. And I'm speaking to you and I hope that you hear this. Do not give them the satisfaction because their life will go on as usual. They will then troll the next person. And I understand that sometimes people feel like I just need to tap out. I can't do this anymore. But you also need to have that care for that next person that is going to cop that. Do not back down. Do not give in. And this is a story about personal strength as well because it takes a certain level of strength and self-awareness and emotional awareness to be able to look at what you can take away from the situation, to be able to look at the situation and go, you know what, I just feel for that person. And that is where I've always tried to sit with this is that I feel for that person that feels so unwell, that really doesn't have that sense of community, that they have those antisocial behaviors, that connecting online and feeling that connection for a few seconds is the only way that they can show up. I really feel for those people. I have beautiful friendships and I am blessed with women that I absolutely love and adore and that love and adore me as well in return. And I can tell you what, it is a really beautiful feeling when you find your tribe. And I have been lucky enough to have that tribe throughout my whole life. 
And although my first tribe of women, I'm not friends with them anymore, I know for a fact that we still wish each other well. That even though we don't connect because we're not on that same level anymore, that we would still silently wish each other well from far away, from a distance. And I wish that more people were able to do that, but some people don't have that capacity. And I think having girlfriends is one of the most beautiful things that you can experience in life. And I really hope that those people that are out there that, you know, they don't, they don't know how to connect, to have those antisocial behaviours. You just have to be like, dude, I wish you had the same friendships as me. <laughs> I wish that you did because if you did, I can guarantee you wouldn't be sitting on there going, oh, and then she did this and then she did that and her sister did this and she said this and this one time a 100 years ago, this is what happened according to me anyway. And it really is sick and twisted but I think – these people they that you've got to feel for them. They don't have friends. They don't have that connection. They don't have that sense of community. And they're trying to tear apart you. That does. Whether it's that you're je- they're jealous of your friendships or they're jealous if you're in school, they're jealous of how you show up or that you have the cool stuff or that you're just one of those people that's well-liked within your friendships. Or maybe you keep to yourself and they're jealous that you have the guts to keep to yourself. It takes guts to stay alone sometimes, especially in a high school environment. It takes guts to be the one that's like, you know what, I don't really, I feel like I don't really fit in here. I'm just going to do me anyway. Just know that they're probably looking at you going, that's fucking fierce that she can do that. I don't like that. So I'm going to attack it. It makes me uncomfortable that she can sit alone because I've got to surround myself with 12 other mean bitches at the back of the bus or whatever it might be for you. So just keep that in mind. It's because they see something within you that really triggers them that they don't like to the point where they have to try and throw shade at it and belittle it and make it so that they can try and understand it to their level of perception, right? Don't fucking let them win. I've dealt with this for a long time. And honestly, the lessons and takeaways that I've had from persevering are are so incredible and are so full of knowledge and are full of that juicy self-growth that you only get from going through hardships. And especially when it comes to trolling, because it is a very solo mission. Unless someone is on that same fucking vibe. And I've got quite a few women around me that have spoken up about, you know, the injustices of COVID or whatever it might be that are in that same boat as me. I've got quite a few women that have get me trolled to the same capacity and same level that I have been. And they do get it. And I am lucky to have that understanding amongst other women. But I feel like it is still a solo mission, particularly when it is daily, particularly when they're coming after you and your family and anyone you date and all the rest of it. But all you need to do, and if you are listening from a high school or you're just dealing with hate in some kind of a way. It could be an ex-friend or it could be, you know, a workplace that's gone wrong. Like I've said before, you just need to try and understand where it's coming from. And then I promise you, you will have that greater understanding and just persevere because the strength and the lessons that come from it, like I've learned so much strength about what it takes to really be able to say, you know what, I'm sorry you feel that way about me, but that's not my reality. That's the reality you've made up because my growth makes you so fucking uncomfortable that you need to try and label me and shove me in a box and make it something that you can understand, which is usually an ugly level of what they've kind of, you know, subtracted from your situation and the way that you show up. 
you need to just sit back and go, I'm fucking sorry that that's your experience. You're fucking unhealed and I'm going to move forward. And I really wish you all the best. It takes really a lot of self-growth to get to the point of being able to step over and walk through it. And I persevered for years and years with this. This has been a long time thing. These women have had a long time obsession. And let me tell you, it has been one of the things that honestly, I've learned a lot about connection in this space. And I'm so grateful that I have, but I've also learned a lot about what it takes. It takes a certain grit and self-defiance that you're like, no, no, I'm not going to give in to this. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep shining. It takes a certain level of that really strong self-determination within yourself. And I promise that if you persevere and you don't give in, you will get there because giving in is easy. And I know that if you are feeling suicidal, I just want to say this to you, the actual magnitude of the emotional earthquake that will go off, if you decide to be one of those people that throws in the towel, that goes, I can't take this anymore, I'm going to take my life. If you are one of those people that does that, the magnitude of the earthquake that goes off is a lifetime burden that you are putting on your friends, on your family. It's not that you're getting rid of your own burden. It's that you're adding to other people's. Life is hard and life is full of suffering. And it does come with people that try and make that suffering worse, that try and make that human experience for you that little more difficult. And you have to learn to step over those fuckers. You have to learn to be able to go, you know what, eat my dust, bitch. I'm going to keep flying. (laughs) You have to learn to be able to do that. And it is one of life's greatest lessons. One of the most heartbreaking things that I've seen with these young teens that take their life over online bullying or constant trolling from schoolyard bullies that then use the online space to continue, you know, after the school bell, they then continue and it becomes a relentless pursuit of getting someone to end their life. One of the saddest things I've seen is that they take their lives at the most integral part of their life that just before they're able to get that growth and realize that schoolyard bullies are going to end up putting through their groceries, those schoolyard bullies are going to end up looking at them as they walk past at Christmas time with their families, with their trolleys full of beautiful toys, and they're standing there not being able to afford anything. And this is the standard thing that I've experienced in my life. So that's why I'm drawing upon it. That's why I'm drawing upon that experience. It happened to me recently with a schoolyard bully I saw her at Christmas time and look, it was, I felt sorry for her. I really did. I felt extreme pity for her as I walked past her. And it's one of those things that you will, the people that take their life, they realize they're just, it's just before that pivotal moment in life when they realize, hang on, you know, if it doesn't matter in five minutes or five years or whatever that saying is, it's not going to matter then. I forget that quote, but they just give in before the pivotal moment of the growth when they can actually realise these people aren't worth that. They're certainly not worth your life. They're certainly not worth your life. And the amount of messages that I've gotten about this over the years, I'm glad that the previous podcast, How I Use Online Hate to Fuel My Fire, it's quite a few back, but you can go and listen to it. I'm glad it had such a profound impact on so many people. And I hope that this one has the same. And as usual, please 
if you are feeling that way, please do reach out to me. I'm someone that's been there and I feel like a lot of the time that resonance is more powerful than speaking to someone on the end of the line. For example, the Beyond Blue or any of your um, suicide hotlines, it is more powerful sometimes to speak to someone that has actually walked that path. So please do reach out. I'm here and available to talk if you do need it. And I'm glad that I finally spoke on this topic again. I'm glad that I finally acknowledged what has been going on because it has been hard for me. It has been a challenge, but it has also been full of really incredible self-growth that you only get from that extreme hardship. Because I'll tell you what, after being in the online space and having such a a beautiful time and, and connecting with women at the level that I have and at the capacity that I have and and from going from being a single mom who I didn't know what I was going to do at, for work, I didn't know how I was going to show up, I didn't know how I was going to provide for my daughter, I had no idea about the future. This industry and this whole Instagram community that I created it literally saved my life. I really felt like I didn't know how I was going to walk forward. And it's also at times made me feel like I don't know what direction I'm going in because a roadblock happens and people try and hate on me at this level. And just one thing that I've learned the most would have to be when I learned and I spoke to beautiful Crystal and we had that beautiful chat and a really strong day of connection and and we spoke about the the queen energy. It's about not sitting around and waiting for permission. Don't wait for permission to someone, for someone to tell you how to show up. The queen energy is basically, it's something that you want to embody. And when you embody it, yes, there are going to be people that are like, hang on, I don't like that you're having that. I don't know how to have it. So I don't understand it. I'm going to, I'm going to hate on it. So I feel like the queen energy, try and embody it as much as you can. Try and get back to it as much as you can. And if you're listening and you're a man, and I know some of you do reach out that are men, that alpha male energy, try and embody that. Try and embody the healthy alpha male and speak your truth and don't be tamed and don't be afraid to take up space. And that is something that I have learned here. Don't be afraid to take up space because it's going to piss off people. You are going to stand on their toes. They aren't going to like you simply because you show up. Walk tall, walk proud, own your shit, pursue your passions. Don't apologize for who you are and what you want. That is what it is all about. And I think one of the things that I've had to really deal with in the last few weeks is to own my space, to take up space and not be afraid to take up space and to not back down. Because I was put here in this area and in this particular industry for a reason. I was given a voice for a reason and people followed me in the masses for a reason. And I'm not going to let these stupid fucking unhealed trauma fucking bitches own me anymore and try and dominate me and where I'm at. And for so long, 
I have let them push me out of my own space and dull me down and dilute me. And that is fucking finished now. Thank you for listening. Because we touched on some really touchy subjects today, like suicide and mental health, please know that if you are struggling, you can get help at Lifeline Australia on 13114. There are crisis lines available, natural suicide lifelines, suicide prevention websites, suicide prevention from Beyond Blue, which is 1300 224 636, and also saneforums.org, which has 24-7 online suicide prevention help and a free mental health support service. Now, as always, before jumping off, I want to leave you with something that I have stumbled across, which I think is really relevant to what we've talked about today. And this is from Manifest Now. Look at it this way. Everything you are currently doing is the past that you'll be talking about in your future. I just want to reiterate that again. Everything you are currently doing is the past that you'll be talking about in your future. And at the same time, everything you are currently doing is the future that you will be living. You choose to live in this moment is what creates your past and your future. But the funny thing is a lot of us are so stuck in the past or the future, not realizing that now is the only time that we truly have to create our lives. And even funnier, side note, (laughs) some people live in other people's past and are so obsessive about other people's futures that they literally let go of the reins of their own life. And when it spirals out of control, they've only got me to thank. Now, how to free your mind from the past. A lot of people haven't learned the art of letting go, the art of forgiveness and the art of acceptance. Many people carry around too many regrets. They hold on to too many grudges and carry around a shitload of mistakes. But understand one thing clearly, you can't change what has already happened. You have to learn to stop victimizing yourself and let go. You have to free your mind from the weight of the past, good or bad. Your past experiences occurred to mature you, not to keep you stuck. Forgive yourself for them, accept what happened and gracefully let go. You have better things to be creating for your life right now. And I also found this, how to connect with your higher self to better manifest. I'm all about manifesting, so I'm leaving it on a positive note. And especially if you are someone that has been struggling with bullying and to reconnect to yourself, it's important to come back to center. And these are a few ways. I've got four tips for you to be able to do that. I want you to ask, what are you most passionate about working towards right now? And I want you to journal on it. Number two, I want you to state your alignment on a fresh piece of paper. I am aligned with, and then what you wrote above. Now take a deep breath. On the inhale, imagine a stream of light going from the sky through the top of your head and down through your feet to the center of the earth. And imagine that stream of light being tied around a rock or log or something secure at the center of the earth. And on the exhale, imagine that stream come back up through your body and out through your breath. And then when you are feeling centered, flip to a new page on your journal and ask yourself, highest self, what do I need to be doing today? Thanks for listening.